gore whores and fellow deadites, and welcome to Our Life in Horror. We are a horror movie podcast with a gore-filled side of news, physical media, and everything spooky. My name is Brendan, a horror addict since birth, and with me always is my horror queen, Sam. Hi guys, we are Our Life in Horror. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and our email is ourlifeinhorror at hotmail.com. Um, but don't send us hate email. <laughs> I know, we got our first email. We got our first hate email. I'll read it to you. Uh, no, I'm not going to read it to you after, actually. It's no. on my Twitter if you're really interested. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying those words. Uh, it was ridiculous and we had fun with it. But uh, shout out to our Patreon members, Sean, Miki, and Bo. Uh, we are on Patreon. We have After Hours pods, um, bonus episodes, and more. We have a Discord channel going on right now where we all chat. Um it's lots of fun. And last week we did an episode with our Patreon members. Yep. It was a Patreon exclusive episode. No, it wasn't. What do you mean? Patreon exclusive means it was only on Patreon. Well, it was with our members. Oh, That's okay. I mean. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go subscribe to that if you feel like it. And what have we been watching? Um, What have I been watching? I watched Project Wolf Hunting. Yeah, how was that? Extremely gory. Yeah. But lacking in story and characters. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like, it's basically like a South Korean rated R hardcore Universal Soldier movie. Okay. I know you don't know what a Universal Soldier movie is. No. But it's like an uns- like almost pretty much like an unstoppable soldier. Okay. Like he's got like heat vision so it's like kind of like the predator in that aspect but like he was very intimidating he's very like i wouldn't want to run into him because his eyes are stitched closed and he just looks menacing but then uh then uh yeah it's like full of blood it's probably like up there with like terrifier two levels of gore okay and it's pretty much all practical effects as well it looks good but like yeah there's definitely a you weren't even sure who to follow throughout the entire movie yeah i don't know if i would like that so you're like following one person and you're like oh yeah and then they die and then you're like what the fuck and then 20 minutes later you're following another person and they die yeah and like sometimes like the villain because there's multiple villains in this movie and i find that the villains were short-lived i guess because it's like every every act there's a villain at the end of every act that kind of gets defeated and it's like, oh, it's kind of not how I expected that to go. But, yeah, I watched that. And then I caught up on um, From. Oh, yeah, I'm not caught up because you told me it was kind of a filler episode. So yeah, I'm going to wait for another episode, I think. Yeah, the last one was definitely a filler episode, but still imposes questions. Okay, well, yeah, I'll wait a week, and that way I can watch two back-to-back, and hopefully it's a little more exciting. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to figure out anything again this season. Oh, no, I don't think so either. Like, nothing's going to be solved. Yeah, I'm still questioning if these people are even all alive. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. We've even watched, you watched a lot this week. Well, Vanderpump is finally done. Um... <laughs> I'm watching the Kardashians. I'm watching uh, Summer House is also done. Oh, I started a show called No Escape. And it's about two girls in the UK. And they are running from the cops because they did something bad. And they go to... I don't know where they go. Another country, I'm pretty sure. And they end up hopping on this boat. And this boat has, like, 
all these characters on it. And they sail out with these people and yeah, bad things happen. Hmm. <laughs> it's called No Escape and they're having a hard time getting off the boat too. Um, it's good. It's really good actually. I'm enjoying it because it kind of, it also goes, so that's like back in time, but then it also goes present time. And they're like talking to the cops or she's talking to the cops about what happened on the boat. Okay. But then it also goes back in back in time to why they're running from the cops to that situation. Okay. So it's, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> Definitely confusing. It's not when you watch it. No, okay. But it keeps you questioning and there's obviously murder and whatnot. But it's really good. Um, and I started reading a book finally. What book did you start? The Family Upstairs. Yeah, it's uh, there's a sequel to it too, and everyone raves about this book, so I thought I would finally start it. I'm still unsure exactly what it's about. It's about this girl that inherits uh, a house, and it goes kind of back in time to what happened in the house. There was also death in the house, and, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Interesting. <laughs> it's good so far. Um, I'm really hot right now. It's hot in here. I think my blood sugar is dropping. I'm comfortable. Oh, I'm not. And mm -hmm. Bruce is just licking my legs. I know. He's pissing me off. He's chewing on the carpet. He's driving me nuts. Yeah. Um, did you have anything you want to talk about before we get into stuff? Did you want to talk about the con or do you want to keep going like physical media stuff? Like, yeah, we can talk a bit about the con. Okay. We're going to the con tomorrow. We're going to Niagara Falls Comic Con. Yeah, who are you most excited to see? I think uh, Art the Clown. Yeah? What, I can't remember. David Howard Thorne? Yeah. Yeah, David Howard Thorne and Damien Leon I think I'm the most excited for. Okay. Keen Hodder's pretty cool too. Like, yeah. That one's a pretty big name. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm excited for that one too. Um, I think I'm honestly, like I'm excited for the Terrifier gang obviously too, but I'm kind of Excited to meet Marcus Nispel. Yeah, I know. It'd be really cool to meet him, too, because he's done a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, and I really want to watch that movie that Miki recommended. Uh, Ex Exeter? Exeter, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to watch that sometime soon, in the next week or so. Okay. You don't seem intrigued. No, 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 that's fine. Oh, okay. I just thought you were trying to sneak in, like, for the podcast or whatever, and I'm like, hey... You get next week's pick, and then we're doing, we have a guest on the week after, and then it, no. guess what? It's my pick. No, we won't do that one on the podcast, because I don't feel like a lot of people have seen it. I think it's growing a cult following. Yeah? yeah. We could always do it as a Patreon exclusive. I've seen it a bunch. Yeah, we could we'll, do we'll that. We'll see. Too. We'll see. We can just talk about it, too, briefly, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, I want to see that. I want to meet him. Um, I'm honestly just kind of excited to get away for a day. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm excited to see Matt from Surreal Studios' booth because I just saw some pictures mm -hmm. of it and it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. His booth looks great. All the there's like uh, he's got like the Jeepers Creepers throwing star I saw on there. Now like, I don't know if he made that one or not, but he's got that. I saw. I saw the black phone mask with like the three interchangeable pieces. Okay. I saw that up in the back corner. It looks cool. He's got two. Well, he's got his full on gremlin and then he's got the baby. Or mm -hmm. sorry, critters. He's got the critters. Full size one and then the baby critters from two. Mm -hmm. I saw a gremlin skull. 
it's got the what's it called? My pet monster. My pet monsters, yeah, that come in this big thing this year. Yeah, they come in boxes. Yeah. And they're like legit look like the show, I guess. Yeah, they look good. Mm hmm. I'm really excited to go check it out. I hope, yeah, me I too. Hope, I hope everything's not gone by the time I get there. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to go see uh, Mallory at El Oracle Stitches. Yeah. Yeah, because I want to see what she's made and maybe discuss a future order for Frightmare. <laughs> oh, I figured you're going to be getting one of those little devil horn things. I can get one. <laughs> maybe. I thought I was going to order one for Frightmare, but okay. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. <laughs> see how much there. Yeah. If not this time, next time for sure. But Yeah, because you want to... Elvira. Living Dead Doll. Living Dead Doll, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be on the hunt for that this weekend. Yeah, I'm on the hunt for Maniac Cop 2 and 3 on Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. And when this episode comes out, we have already gone to the con, so all this has happened already. Oh yeah, you might have to hear it the next week. About everything. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. We're talking about it on the After Hours pod though, because we're going to record the After Hours pod on Sunday, which is the day after the con, so. Yep. So our patreons are gonna have to sit there listening all about it yeah yeah pretty much we'll yeah. see if we can while we're there we'll see if we can get a uh, uh our life in horror exclusive from like damien leon or something like that we'll ask him a burning hot fiery question about terrifier three <laughs> okay yeah let's see if we can get it going let's see what we can do all right yeah well i'm excited i'm excited just to go and like see people we see like the regulars there right yeah no me too black fawn bistro mm -hmm. gonna be there pumped up Hopefully yep. Chad's there. Maybe we'll talk to him. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just I'm hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, who else? And then we got a bunch of uh, our listeners going too that we can talk to. And I got a guy from work. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gavin. Gavin. Gavin and yeah. Charlotte are gonna be there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're. I'm just excited to go see people and socialize. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Get out of the house and leave our dogs for a day. Yep. Fuckers. Yeah. Alicia can take care of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get into physical media then. Uh, it's a short list, but I got three this week. I got, I overspent on my allowances last week. Um, I got South Korea's monster movie, The Lake. No, oh, yeah. Which I'm going to try to watch this week. Okay. I think. I'm not a South Korean binge. Yep. Yeah. Um, I also got Bill Paxton's The Vagrant from the airy uh, 80s. This is a special limited edition, whatever you want to call it, Arrow release. It comes with a, a booklet with a bunch of essays. It comes with a double-sided poster, slipcover with reversible artwork. It looks fantastic. Um, I was looking for the Shout Factory one, but like that one's like way out of print and... Usually Arrow video has like stocked full of special features, so I'm excited to check those out. And then uh, Sam decided to splurge on me with VHS 99 on DVD because we only get the DVD releases of Shudder's movies here in Canada, so it's on DVD. But That's the one I traded you for a dress, right? Yeah. <laughs> we go shopping and if Brennan sees a movie that he likes, he'll be like, well, you can get it if... I can get something too. Well, I <laughs> or it's the other way around. You'll see, I'll see something I like, and you're like, "Well, can I get a movie?" <laughs> yeah, I was gonna use my allowance on it, but I forgot my wallet. Yeah. So I was like, "I'll just eat transfer," and then you're like, "No, no, no, I didn't get it." So I'm like, "Okay," and I have all the other ones on DVD too. So I was like, uh, "You know what? There's only one left, and it's twelve bucks. May as well." Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
Yeah. Other than that, that's all we got for physical media, I think, this week. Horror news, then. Jumping into some horror news. Uh, these trailers were definitely misleading. Um, I'm going to say that from the descriptions that I got from them. But we'll, oh, okay. We'll jump into trailers. Mainly the first one. So, the first trailer is called Till Death Do Us Part. Uh, the summary goes, uh, after running away on her wedding day, a bride-to-be must fight for survival against her former fiancé and her and his seven deadly or seven deadly groomsmen. She uh, this is set to release August fourth. Okay, this gave me kind of ready or not vibes. Felt. See, it kind of gave me like yeah. Well, there's that ready or not vibes and. Mr. and Mrs. Smith vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, where did this girl learn to fight? I know, I'm kind of curious to see what the underlying story is behind it all, because I don't know if they're like XCIA or like yeah. if they're just a part of a crime syndicate. But like, I don't know. And what did you think this was going to be? I thought it was going to be more on the theme of Freddy or Not. Okay. Not Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is like full on action heavy. Yeah, I thought it was action heavy too. I kind of might have liked it a bit more if she was a little more vulnerable. She was a little too badass, which I don't like saying. Because yeah. <laughs> I want a badass final girl, but at the same time, I'm like. She's got to earn it. <laughs> She's got to overcome to become the badass. Yeah, yeah. She just right away pulled out these moves. and yeah. We'll see, we'll see. I'll probably watch it. It looks like it's got some good comedy in it. It does, yeah. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd check it out. I don't know if I'd be jumping out of my seat to go see it in theaters. Like, this is going to be only in theaters. Yeah, so. I'm not seeing this in theaters. Uh, no. <laughs> we'll watch it on our couch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next trailer I got is Sympathy for the Devil. So, Nicolas Cage has played a vampire twice. He's been in every movie you can possibly think of over the last few years. And now he is portraying the devil. After being forced to drive a mysterious passenger in a at gunpoint, a man oh sorry, uh, a man finds himself in a high stakes game of cat and mouse, where it becomes clear everything is not as it seems. The release date is July twenty eighth in theaters and on demand. Okay. It's definitely Nicolas Cage at a zaniest. It is, and <laughs> I don't want to say I can only handle so much of that because we still haven't even seen Renfield. But, like, I can only handle so much of him. <laughs> so, like, it looks good. Yeah. I thought it looked good. I'm just... I don't know. This is, like, another... It almost looks action-heavy-esque. I don't know if you ever saw that movie Collateral. Did you ever see that movie? No, I don't think so. With uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx? No. But it reminds me a lot about that. Okay. So, it's about a cab driver that picks up a hitman. And then he drives the hitman around from uh, victim to victim, I guess. And he has a moral dilemma of whether or not he should take him there or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And he offers him like a big sum of money to keep driving him there. So this kind of reminds me of the same kind of idea. Okay. But I'm, I don't know. I'm always in, I'm kind of, I have a guilty pleasure spot for like Nicolas Cage movies. Especially if he's wild. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. It's just like Kevin Bacon. Just sign me up. No problem. I'm in. <laughs> Alright, we'll see. Yeah, um, what else we got? We got The Gates. Richard Briggs returns to play another sadistic serial killer. 
A ser- the summary goes, a serial killer has been sentenced to death by electrician chair. By the electric chair. The electrician chair. <laughs> I just wrote all this stuff down and it scribbled real fast, okay? Um, to death by the electric chair in London 1890s. But in his final hours, he puts a curse on the prison on the prison he is in and everyone that is in it. This is going to be released to VOD and digital June 27th. I might give it a watch. I like the fact that Richard Brake is in it. I like him as a villain. Yeah. So, like, he's probably the reason I'd be watching it. Yeah, that's fair. This is also an Scottish, English, English? London, English. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be British. Yeah. 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 It looks good. It's kind of weird seeing him play, like, a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, I, at first I wasn't sure what was going on. Mm-hmm. I actually wasn't until you read the description. So oh. <laughs> I was like, is he alive? I don't know. I was a little confused. But yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I think it's got a good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Oh, sorry, big yawn. Well, with trailers being out of the way, that's time to hop into some news. You know, with two weeks off of doing news, you'd think uh, there'd be more news that I was interested in. There wasn't a lot. Well, I can. It's so hard to sift through all the news, but I do have some fun things. I think, in my personal opinion. So, The Purge Six, James Demacco. Yep, Demacco. I'm gonna say, uh, plans on writing the new sequel that'll follow longtime franchise star Frank Grillo as Leo Barnes. The film will be set five years after the events of the Forever Purge. I'm so behind on those movies. I just haven't seen The Forever Purge. How many are there now? Well, this would be six, so there's five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I did. Oh, dear. It's been a day. I'm tired. I'm very, very, very tired. (laughs) But uh, I guess it's been a long enough time between Purge movies. Yeah, I need to sit down and rewatch the first one. I've been watching. I think they're a, like it's like a franchise that just got better over time. I really like the first one. The second one's better though. I need to see. I need to rewatch them. It's been yeah. so long. At the time, I really enjoyed the first one. The second one was better, and I can't remember. I I don't think I liked the fourth one, the first Purge. I don't think I was that into it, but then I hear a lot of people being like it was really good. So I need to go back and rewatch that one for sure. Election year, I don't really recall, and we, I still haven't seen Forever Purge yet, but I want to. Yeah. Because that's where it's like, almost like a whole state, or like half the country is just in like, Purge year round. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it sounds, it sounds cool. I'm not sure exactly what else the plans is, but he's looking, James is definitely setting his sights to do a new one. Um, we also have Marvel announces a Predator versus Wolverine comic book series. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna win? I don't know. I don't know either of them. Okay. Well, I see this as a pointless crossover, because, like, Wolverine's clearly gonna fucking win. I don't know anything about Wolverine. He's got super fast healing. Like, oh. you cut him, and then, like, two seconds later, it heals. Wolverine. Can he die? Wolverine? Yeah. Not easily. Huh. Like, you take off his head, and I'm pretty sure his, like, body grows back. 
Jesus. If you burn him alive, he he'll come back to life somehow. Wow. Like the dude's like pretty unstoppable. So predators are stoppable. So I'm gonna be gonna be curious to see how long this comic book series runs. Yeah. And if it's any good. Yeah. Um. After Hocus Pocus two, Hocus Pocus three has been confirmed. Oh. And Anne Fletcher will be returning to direct for Disney. I actually like the second one. I did too. Yeah. It was fun. And I'm a big fan of the first one, so like to say that I'm a fan of the second one is pretty big. Yes. Yeah. Not a lot of people. Some people were, some people weren't, but I enjoyed it. I'm I like pretty, I like witchy stuff, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Sanderson sisters are all gonna return. Perfect. Too. And there's supposed to be a spin off as well. Spin off movie. Oh. Or a series, I'm not sure. But I don't, uh, I didn't look that deep into the article. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, physical me- media release, Ari Aster's Bow is Afraid heads to Blu-ray and digital July 11th. We gotta see that. Yes, we do. This mind fuck of a movie, I hear. Yeah. Um, I know, I want to see it too, so I can be like, there's this, uh, trilogy of directors going around, so there's... Uh, Robert Eggers, who did The Witch, uh, The Lighthouse, and The Northman. Okay. And then there's Jordan Peele, who did Get Out, Us, and Nope. Yep. And then Ari Aster, who did Hereditary, Midsommar, and Bo is Afraid. And they're like, which which trilogy is the best out of these three directors since oh. they're new? And they like both rocked every movie that they've been in so far. So I saw this... I saw this little article and I was like, fuck, that's a good question. I wonder whose is better. Oh, I already know who I'm not picking. <laughs> who? You said his Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers, yeah. yeah. Just not a fan of his work. You like The Witch. I liked it. Hmm. I'm not going to sit down and watch it again. Oh. I don't think. Hmm, okay. It's a little slow for me. Yeah. I'm not is. into that kind of stylistic slow burn shit. Yeah, I know you hated The Lighthouse. Yeah, I really did. It is not a movie for me. They're just not movies for me. Um, you gotta watch The Northman. Yes, I do want to watch that one. I just, I forgot it again, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe Sunday if it rains. Yeah, true. Um, but I really like Midsommar and Hereditary, and I love all of Jordan Peele's movies, so I mean, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a tough one to vote who'd be the best anyways, but... They're all different, mm-hmm, they're... so it's like they're all good in their own ways. Yeah. How can you even compare them, really? Yeah. True. Okay. Um, let me see. What else? I'll do another physical media release and get out of the way. But Ghoulies is getting a four K treat. Is getting a four K treatment in September. Uh, from MVD Rewind. So that'll be hitting four K for the first time, and MVD will also be releasing a Blu Ray copy of. Ghoulies 2. Okay. Um, I didn't see anything about Ghoulies 3. I haven't seen those movies. I haven't either. I figured you would have zero interest in those movies. I think I do have zero interest. (laughs) They look like me movies, but like the low barrel of me movies. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I got one more piece of news here, and then we'll move on to Two Truths and a Lie. But Wrong Turn creator Alan B. McElroy (laughs) hopes to... Uh, hopes to make two more sequels to the 2021 reboot 
Oh. Yes, he's playing the trilogy, following the characters that were set up in the first movie. Oh, we just talked about that movie in our last episode, no? Yeah. Yeah. One sec, something's happening here. Our wire or something, I'm just going to get to the bottom of it. I don't know what it is, but... I think you so, might have been pulling on it. I was pulling on it? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm excited for that, though. I actually really enjoyed the reboot. It's totally different from the originals. Like, the first one is a fantastic, fun slasher. But, like, this reboot was a lot darker. It was more almost realistic. Yeah. Mm. I enjoyed it, though. I did, too. I did, too. So. I don't know if he's actually going to get it off the ground or not. Like, these two. That's just what he would like to do. But well, he should. <laughs> you never know, though, because they did make... S- six of the fucking original ones so yeah and they were not all great <laughs> no but yeah i would definitely rewatch the first one again and watch that if that came out yeah i definitely would too <sighs> well with that being said that is all my horror news oh michael keaton also promises that uh beetlejuice 2 will be heavily practical effects oh good yeah I'm trying to think if I heard anything in the past two weeks, but I don't think so. I feel like I heard a lot more, but I can't remember. Yeah. All right. Two yeah. truths and a lie. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Ooh, okay. okay. I'm doing mine on Eli Roth just because he helped produce this movie, obviously. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. The movie we're doing today is Clown, <laughs> which <laughs> you would have known when he clicked on the episode anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to do mine on Eli Roth because we haven't done one on him yet. No, we haven't. All right. Um, you know a lot about Eli Roth, though, so I'm a little nervous that you're going to get this. <laughs> I don't know a crazy lot about him. Okay. Um, he hates the sight of real blood, and it makes him sick to the stomach. He smokes a whole pack of cigarettes in a day when he gets really stressed. Otherwise, he doesn't smoke much at all. And he shared nearly all the profits from Cabin Fever with his cast and crew, who took very little pay up front to make the film. Mm, the first one. The side of blood? Yeah. No, that's right. That's true. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he, okay. yeah it's... Uh, do you want to guess again? Is it the casting crew? No. Um. He doesn't smoke. He's actually... Uh, he's has bad asthma, and he's allergic to cigarettes, so no one's allowed to smoke on his set. And if someone is smoking for the movie part, like for the, the scene, he has to stay alive. And, you know, I was, was going to say he's going to end up be like in a bubble suit or something like that. He's going to be a little bubble, bubble boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I, I watched Bubble Boy for one of my birthday parties when I was a kid. I used to watch that movie a lot. Yeah. Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. My two. I like the fact that he... Sorry, I cut you off. Oh. I like the fact that he hates the sight of real blood and it makes him queasy, but like movies don't phase him because I'm the exact same way. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that surprises me too, actually. Yeah, I was shocked by that. So I did my two truths on a lie on director John Watts. Awesome. I know nothing about him except for a couple movies he did because I had to look him up for this. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. It's a, yeah. yeah. Sorry. If you're ever going to do a director for a movie or a cast member for a movie, just I do, I have to find that info, right? What movies they've been in yeah. for the movie. Shit. <laughs> Okay, so Clown is John Watts' directorial debut. Uh, he went on to direct Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home. Okay. Uh, he started an extensive collection of rare butterflies. I know the second one is true. 
<laughs> Pretty pokey. I don't know if it was his. I'm going to go with maybe the butterfly one. Maybe you're changing the insect or the bug or whatever. <laughs> okay. Well, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I did change the insects. It's rare spiders. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Kind of creepy, though. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> it was the only, like, interesting fact that popped up about it. Yeah, I didn't think too much would pop up. Yeah. Um, I figured the first one was right based on my fun fact later, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was going to put that down, and I'm like, that's just going to be a fun fact later. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, you won. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can get into the movie, then. Clown. We wanted, we wanted to do this movie for a while. I think when we started the podcast, this was like a yeah, because no, do. I don't see anybody talk about it, really. No, um, it needs to be talked about. Yes. Um. All right. It has a 5.7 on IMDb and a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a little low for my liking, but... Mm-hmm. Um, when the clown hired to host his son Jack's birthday party withdraws, Kent McCoy, a quiet father himself, has to don the disguise of a clown. However, he finds out that he cannot remove it and is forced to... Can't remove the suit. I don't know why it doesn't say that. but And is <laughs> forced to endure taunts from his co-workers. The release date was June 17th, 2016 in the States. I believe it was earlier in different countries. Um... Director is John Watts, obviously. Budget was $1.5 million. Box office was $2.3 million. Ouch. Um, we've already discussed what John Watts has directed, but he's done Spider-Man Homecoming, No Way Home, Far From Home, and he's done Cop Car. Um, Eli Roth was a producer, obviously. We already said that, too. <laughs> he also has a cameo as Brownie the Clown in this movie. Um this movie starring Laura Allen as Meg, and she's from Sister Cam and Cherry. Andy Powers as Kent, and he's from In Her Shoes and Taken. Peter Stormar as Karrison from Fargo 1996 and Prison Break. And Christian DiStefano plays their son, Jack. And he is a musical artist from Niagara Falls who goes by the name of C. Dot. And he wrote his first song when he was at the age of 11. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's a rapper. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just so funny because he's such a little boy in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, spoiler free thoughts. What do you think of this movie? Um, I enjoy this movie. I think it's got almost everything you want from like a body horror movie in this kind of like sense mm-hmm. um i do find it lacks in a few areas and we'll get into that okay. but like overall i think like i really enjoyed it the first time so and i enjoyed it a little less the second time okay. so i'm not sure exactly what the rewatchability would be on this but i'm curious to see what your thoughts are too because i know that's exactly like when we finished the movie we were like Oh, I wonder how you feel about it after after rewatching it. Yeah. So what are your spoilers for your thoughts? Um, yeah, the first time we went into it blind, though well, I did. I don't know if you had seen trailers for it before. I had seen trailers, but I've never seen it. Okay, I did not. I had no idea what it was about. So 
I was like mind blown after watching it <laughs> um, because it doesn't really hold back in some senses. Um, this time around, I liked it. I still enjoyed the watch. I find it maybe a tad long, but besides that, I still enjoy the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. I don't remember what I rated it. I see you over there on our Instagram page. Do you remember what we rated them? No, honestly, I'm trying to find it. And you can't find and it. And I cannot find it. Maybe we didn't rate it. We, we, I feel like we did, though. I feel like we did a review on this movie. Yeah, I definitely remember a picture being taken. It was when we lived in Paris. I know you're in the right area. It was when we lived in Paris? Are you sure? 100% sure. Oh, you're not even in that part no, of our Instagram? No, no. Yeah, we lived in Paris because we watched it on the main floor. I remember watching it there. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just keep scrolling. Yeah, it's been a couple years now. Um, but yeah, I still enjoyed the watch, but we'll get into the categories and stuff. So there are going to be spoilers ahead. <laughs> He's been warned. Um, found it. You found it? What did we rate it? I gave it an okay. Oh. And you gave it a 100. Yeah, I really loved it the first time. Mm -hmm. And I'll explain why when we get into spoilers. Yeah. Because I still love it for those reasons, but maybe a little, a couple other things, maybe. Yeah, no, see, that's what I found too. The things that this movie does, when they, like, when I like it, I really like it. But then when there's things that I don't like, I kind of don't really like it at all. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a little frustrating. All right. And I was literally thinking about it last night as I was watching it. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Um, all right, spoilers ahead. Describe this movie in three words. Um, gory body horror. Okay. Yeah. Um, I put dark because, I mean, they're literally killing children. Um, I put crusty. I hate that word. But he looks, he looks super crusty. Like when he's in his middle form. Like when he's, or even when he just, he's starting to turn. Yeah. His makeup and everything just looks crusty. Yeah, it does. It looks like it's like <laughs> trying to peel off. Yeah. It's stuck. It's gross. And I put uncomfortable just because, uh, like some scenes make me uncomfortable. Okay. With the body horror and stuff. Like, I, I love that shit, but it also makes my stomach upset. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite character? Um, I had to think of, I didn't actually write one down yesterday, so I'm still debating it, but I'm going to have to say Kent. Okay. Before he's a dude. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, like, he's, like, the ultimate, like, suburban dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he was ever putting on a show or anything like that. I think he was genuine towards his wife and his kid. Mm -hmm. And I think his father-in-law is an asshole to him because, like... <laughs> just can't accept the fact that he's probably a better dad than he ever was you know what i mean yeah like even knowing now he's trying his best to be whatever but like yeah i think he's a he was a legit thoughtful and caring man okay i put uh, meg down um just because she pretty much supported him throughout the whole movie and like at the end like believed him and everything and i just liked her Okay. Um, but like Kent is pretty tied because yeah. of the same reasons you said. Like I think Meg bleeds fucking ignorance. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. Like she's Why? she just thinks he's gonna that everything's gonna be fine. Oh. Like Well, it's kind of a crazy situation. 
He's probably not fully believing what's happening yet. Even at the end of the movie, when he's like full on clown torn up or whatever, and then the demon just uses his voice and is like, "Oh, I'm here." Blah 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 blah. It's like, come on, look at it. Like, there's <laughs> no way. The only way you're getting that dude back is by feeding it. I guess, but That's, she's also his wife, so she's holding on to some hope. I guess. But yeah, I liked her. It's sad when the kid has to convince the mom that that dude's gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, least favorite character. Um, I have two written down for least favorites. Okay. Colton the bully. Yeah. So he's a little dipshit. Yeah. Um, and then I also put Denise, who, <laughs> who was a bitch. <laughs> Denise. Who's yeah. Denise? I don't know if it's Colton's mom or, or what, but Denise was like her friend. In the beginning, Meg's... he says, I hate clowns. Yeah, and then, uh, and then she's later over at the dinner party or whatever, and then he, the, Kent breaks her husband's hand. And then she was she's somewhere else in it, too. But she was just like trash-talking Kent or something like that, so she was just being a bitch the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I put Colton and the and the bullies, uh, but I would also kind of put Meg's dad because he's kind of a dick too. Yeah, but. I know. I was I was thinking that too, but then like at the end when he's like, I cleaned up all the blood and all the bones. I was like, okay, he cares pretty good. Yeah, he cares about his daughter. Doesn't care about Kent. No, <laughs> but does like any father in law care about the this the son in law? I think my dad cares about you. Ron? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I guess that was the first one to get a hug. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, best acting. Um, I also have two down. I have Kent, Andy Powers, and Peter Stormen as Carlson. Okay, yeah. I love, like, uh, Peter Stormen. Storm. Stormer? Stormer. I don't know how to say it either. What a boss last name. Yeah. I, he always plays like he's like... He's like a character actor, so he's always kind of playing the same role, but like mm-hmm. he fucking nails it every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could agree with that. I did put Andy Powers down, but I agree he did a good job too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, worst acting? I gave it to Laura Allen. She played Meg. Oh, really? She had constipation face the whole time. <laughs> she had, I have to poop, or like I'm holding <laughs> in a fart, or so- something. <laughs> I did not notice that. Yeah, it's like... She's like it's her acting is like she must think that it's all in her eyebrows or something. Huh. And acting is not just all in your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> she just had the one same constipated look on her face the entire movie. That's funny. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that. I couldn't. But now I will. I, I couldn't. I couldn't unsee it. <laughs> uh, I put the kid at the end of the movie where she gets into Meg's car and she's like so nice. Yeah, she was rough too. <laughs> I just I laughed so hard I couldn't. Who just gets into a stranger's car? Yeah, I know. This, this girl was so fucking dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I as soon as that that line happened and we looked at each other, and I wrote her down right away. <laughs> yeah, but she says it like twice too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's like so nice. So nice. And then like they're driving, and she's like, oh, so nice. <laughs> I should have put that down in dialogue. I didn't like. I didn't. Uh, score and soundtrack. Um, let me see. What did I write down? I did write down something about the score. I said it's a decent score, but nothing particularly that would stand out from other movies that came out around this time. 
Yeah, I didn't notice the score a whole lot. Yeah, it felt extremely generic. I uh, yeah I I did write down one thing that kind of has more to do with I don't know I guess it's kind of dialogue but it's sound at the same time I like when the title card pops up and the kids are all screaming oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know I just uh, that popped out to me I liked it yep. yeah 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 other than that I didn't notice the score too much um uh, cinematography. Again, I didn't find this movie to be too cinematic, cinematically incredible. But I did find that like when there are two scenes, roughly where it's like, okay, if we can see something, something coming from this guy, and it's when uh, they're in the Chuck E. Cheese esque play area, mm-hmm. and when they're in the glow in the dark mini putt. I thought that that was a unique setting. And I also thought that the playground was unique, and I liked how the the cameras moved through the tubes and yep. followed the kids around and stuff, and that just felt very claustrophobic and good. The, other than that, the rest of the movie was fine. Yeah. Paint the, by numbers, you know? The tube scenes made me claustrophobic, too. I don't like those things. They're just no. scary. Um, I also wrote down the glow-in-the-dark mini-pod scene because it just made him look really freaky. Makeup and stuff. I know it doesn't blood like pop up in different colors and black lights. Like I was a little confused by that. I don't know if that's just a movie fuck up or what. But like, yeah, isn't that what cops use to find blood splatter and stuff on the walls when it's been washed away? Use black lights. Black lights, yeah. 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 That's what makes those things all light up like that. Black lights. Yeah. And the dude. The clown was just eating a child. You think his face would be all covered in a white fluorescence? Maybe he cleaned up. (laughs) He didn't. Even even uh, what's his name there, Carlson too. He had blood coming out of his off his chin and stuff like that, and it was still just blood. It wasn't like fun, light up color fun. Hmm. Um, I also wrote down a scene um, where Kent bites the kid's fingers off, and then it flashes to a scene of. A red handprint when they're finger painting. Oh, I like that one I too. I like that. Yeah, that was that good transition. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't have anything. <laughs> Favorite costumes and outfits? Just, I, I think the old clown outfit is pretty unique to this movie. Mm-hmm. And I find it genuinely creepy. Yeah. Rather than going with like a colorful clown outfit. Yeah, like this is such a different clown mm-hmm. than any other cinematic clown that we've seen. Like it is okay. The new it is a little bit different. He's he's got these. He's got almost the same like color tones on the suits, but the it from Muschietti's movie also has the red like buttons on his chest, so it mm-hmm. does pop with some color. Yeah, but this one has like almost no color besides his hair. Yeah, it makes it look really, really, really old. Yeah. Like it's really been passed down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote down the clown suit and I wrote down Kent had a nice brown jacket in the beginning. I didn't find any nice outfits in this. I was really rooting for Meg and her outfit choices, but <laughs> she just wore some plaid shirts and <laughs> it no. wasn't worth writing down. Yep. I'm always looking for the girl outfits and nope. Got nothing. <laughs> nothing. She was too busy trying to hold in that fart. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, memorable lines. You want to go back and forth? Sure, I only got two. Okay. Yeah. Um, you want to just say hers then? Yep. Kent, uh, 
who double books a clown. Yeah, that's my first one. <laughs> yeah, I actually got three. Okay. Uh, Kent, you're going to jail, man. It just, just it just felt like so, dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to jail, man. You're going you're going to jail. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, Kent, calm down. Um, and then Jack at the end of the movie, that's not dad. Yeah, I put that too. Yeah. yeah, I put why so he can help daddy. That's not daddy. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I have the beginning when she says I hate clowns. Okay. Nice yeah. start to the movie. Yeah. Um, when he's on the phone and the guy on the phone's like, "Don't touch the costume," and he's like, "I'm wearing it." Yeah. <laughs> um, decapitation is the only way to stop the demon. Uh, it's not a costume; it's skin and hair of a demon. And bring me a child. Yeah, I like all the uh, the lore of this movie, like all the dialogue mm-hmm. t- driven towards that. Like you have to sacrifice five children for the five months of winter. I thought it was a very yeah, I like that too. I have that written down later. Good piece of dialogue. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Lines disliked. You're so nice. So nice. So nice. So nice. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, girl! <laughs> no girl talks like this. So nice. So nice. That's uh, my only one that I have down. Yeah, I didn't even write it, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite kill. This is hard. It is hard. I'm gonna. S- well, I went. I went with a couple. I went with Grandpa Jaw rip off. Yeah. I thought it was dope. Mm-hmm. You got to see the full thing. Just rips his jaw clean off. Um. Uh, the Saw-esque trap accidentally kills the little boy. I thought it was... Pr- Robbie. thought it was pretty funny. It was funny, but he was the cutest kid. And I remember the first time we watched that movie, I was like, <gasps> no, <laughs> that's when you know that shit's going down in this movie. Like, they're killing kids. Yeah. They're not holding back in this movie. I think that's what was the shocker for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting them to actually fuck up some kids. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Um, what do you got for favorite kills? I wrote down Robbie. I wrote down I wrote down all of them just to discuss them. Really, oh, okay. um, I think my favorite is probably the Chuck E. Cheese one because you see the kid just like drop in the ball pit, oh, I like and that then one his too. friend or his brother or whatever goes up to find him, and then his brother ends up getting just fucking ripped apart, and mm-hmm. then you see the hand go down the slide, and all the kids and parents scream and run the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, that's probably my favorite because it's just like. Can you imagine actually being there and seeing that? Like, that's fucked. Yeah, I can't imagine. These are children. Like, that's messed up. Yeah. But I love it. I like the little girl in there, too. That's like, don't go up there. And then the kid just immediately fucking goes up there. I know. (laughs) She's so nonchalant about it, too, though. She's like, don't go up there. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, can you elaborate, please? Don't go up there. (laughs) At least. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then Colton, the bully, well-deserved. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't write him down. I can't even say well-deserved because he's a fucking kid, but well-deserved. It was well-deserved. He was an asshole. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... it's, This movie doesn't hold back with the kid killing. (laughs) That's probably why I like it. Yeah. It's fair. (laughs) It definitely breaks the the taboo in this movie of killing children. Yeah. And I like when movies push boundaries like that because it makes it different. Yeah. Um, least favorite kill? Now, at the same time as they do do that, I find that all the kills cut. 
They don't show anything. They cut right away and they just yeah. show you the aftermath. We can kill kids, but we can't really <laughs> kill kids. We can't really show you <laughs> what happens. The most you see is a kid's fingers getting bitten off. I feel like, though, if they did show it, this movie would become extremely controversial and people... It's already controversial. They're killing children. But even more so. It should have People would lose their shit. I don't think John Watts would be directing Spider-Man movies if that were the case, but... <laughs> I actually wanted to know how he got those movies after this. I think he directed something else in between this oh, and okay. Spider-Man. Okay. I'm like, yeah. that was a big jump. <laughs> but all the horror movies jumped to Marvel. Yeah, I guess. David S. Sandberg. Uh, my least favorite kill was Robbie just because he's cute. Oh, yeah, from yeah. yeah. I still liked his death. But I did. Yeah, I, I, just for the fact that he was a cute kid. I'm like, damn it, you had to kill him. He was offering you cereal. And... Mr. Clown. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Clown. Uh, gore factor and special effects. They're fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. There's not a bad effect in this movie. From mm-hmm. the fingers growing to the eyes turning colors to... The way his nose looked after he took the rubber nose off. Well, he had to rip it off. It's yeah, disgusting. It took his skin away. Yeah. I love, uh, there's certain aspects I like about it a lot. Like, the demon clown transformation at the end just looks fantastic. It's all practical effects and it looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they managed to pull that off, but it looks awesome. And then, uh, I love, uh, I have it in my, one of my favorite scenes, but I love the blood color of the clown how it's like a party just gonna say that, confetti yeah. look yeah yeah when he tries to shoot himself or yeah. he does shoot himself yeah um yeah same all the nasty stuff he spits up on people is fucking gross uh the arm snap yep the yeah. jaw rip yeah there's nothing to complain about that wise no um storyline and pacing oh do I got some stuff <laughs> so what kid wants a clown-themed birthday party at seven years old? That was my first question. Why wouldn't they? Too old? I think too young? Too old? Too old? Yeah. I don't know much about kids. I don't know anything about kids. <laughs> we don't have kids, nor are we going to have kids. So. I, I didn't want a clown-themed <laughs> fucking birthday party at seven. I don't remember what I was doing at seven. I don't know. I know I wasn't doing that. <laughs> but okay um the thing the problem the main problem i have with this movie in this pacing i find the pacing drags about 20 minutes after this movie starts and it's because within the first 20 minutes of the movie he's got the suit on within well within the first five minutes he gets the suit on mm-hmm. he realizes it's stuck he goes to the house figures out where this thing came from goes and talks to that person that knows about the suit that person that knows about the suit tells him everything he needs to know about it. Mm-hmm. And then he disappears, and now we have to follow the fucking wife as she discovers all the information that we know now. Yeah. We have to relearn all that information with her for some fucking reason. Okay, I didn't actually catch on to that when we were watching it, but I definitely thought it was dragging and like i guess i didn't really realize it was repeating itself but it now that you say it i notice like i know yeah like that's yeah that's that's exactly what happened and i know there's a few movies that do this too 
I can't think of one that comes to the top of my head that does this exact same thing. But yeah, it's like once the audience has been told the information, it sucks to have to go back and relearn all that information. Yeah. You know, like yeah. following from another character's it's like perspective. When it's like when you're reading a book and then you read the second book and they retell you everything from the first book because in case you just picked up the book, but it's like, nah, I just read the first book. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's like the biggest complaint with this movie that I have. Okay. Actually, this when I say I might be thinking about another movie, I think I might be thinking about this one. I can't remember what I wrote in my review. I didn't read it. Oh, okay. But... Um, also, Meg goes to the Chuck E. Cheese. This is just like a, a dumb character choice. She goes to the Chuck E. Cheese. She clearly, well, she, I guess she doesn't know that he's in there, but at the same time, like, where else would the clown be? Pull the fucking fire alarm, lady. Get these children out of there. <laughs> pull the fire alarm. Because that's what Strowman did. Or Strowman, whatever. I'm going to call him, what's his name? Pierre. Oh, or Car- Carlson. 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 Carl. Carl. <laughs> That's what Carlson did. As soon as he got in there, he pulled the fire alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't she do it? I don't know. She probably just wasn't thinking about it. <sighs> this is silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just silly. She was constipated. She wasn't thinking straight. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> She's trying to get all the prune juice down. <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree with the, the pacing of it all, and I like the concept of this story, though, of him putting on a suit and not being able to take it off, because it's a little traumatizing for me, I think, because when I was a kid, one of the movies that really freaked me out as a kid was The Mask, and it was Mm. for the reason that he couldn't take the mask off, that freaked me out and made me claustrophobic, and also the Mr. Bean episode where he's having turkey for thanksgiving and he gets it stuck on his head yeah. those things those are two things that <laughs> scarred me as chill as a kid like literally scarred me and so watching this it almost makes me hyperventilate when he can't get the suit off i'm like oh my god i'm stuck like i'm stuck in this thing and it freaked me out so i really like that concept it really freaks me out <laughs> weird dramas um i like the fact they made him a realtor because you get to see his face plaster all around town and stuff. So you kind of get reminded of the fact that he's like a good, decent, like man. And yeah. then like you see him in scary form again, but then like you'll see him again on a sign and you're like, Oh yeah, he's a good guy. Like, I don't know. I just like that idea. Yeah. I definitely think this is like one of the coolest possession movies. Yeah. Like concepts that I've ever seen. Yeah. And like, I agree. Like when this movie does the stuff that I really like, like, the body transformations and him being the clown and hunting kids and stuff like that. Like, I'm really sucked into it. But it's just following the wife after we know all the information just really bogged this movie down for me. Yeah, I think I would definitely notice that now if I sat down and watched it again. Because I thought it was dragging at times. Yeah, and that's what's dragging. It's like, I was just told this five minutes ago. Why am I yeah. relearning this information? Yeah, okay. Uh, favorite scenes? Um, I got a few. Yeah, same. You want to go first? Yeah, going back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kent dressing up for his son's birthday. I like the fact that he the clown was canceled and he decided to he found a suit and he decided to do it for him. It's nice of him. It is nice. <laughs> yeah. He's a good dad. Yeah. 
I have Kent scares himself in the window after letting the dog out. That's my next one. Yeah, because that would scare the fuck out <laughs> of me. I forgot too. I was a clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's scary too. Um, Kent's trying to take the suit and nose off. And then I wrote mask flashbacks. <laughs> it's just, oh God, it, it, it freaks me out, makes me claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah, I put that one down too because he's trying everything. Like, he gets a box cutter, he almost yeah. cuts his wrist. Yeah. And then he gets the fucking hacksaw or whatever. And breaks what, the plane. What a stupid fucking idea. I know, and he says it too as he's doing it. He's like, this is probably a bad idea. Yeah. At what point do you just stop? Go to the hospital. Yeah, something. Yeah. Um, I guess it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the condescending doctor. Yeah. I like too. I got some good chuckles out of that. Yeah. Um, I got when Kent realizes that he's not wearing a wig and his hair is dyed. Yeah. Yeah, that's also a freaky concept. Yeah, I wouldn't like that one at all. <laughs> um, gut shot through the mouth, rainbow-colored blood. Yeah. Got that one down. Uh, I have the origin story of the clown, the five children, one for every month of winter. I just thought that was a really cool concept. Yep, I would definitely agree with that. I have Colton's death scene. The gamer chat on the in the background is so accurate. It is hilarious, though. Yeah, and Kent is probably at his one of his creepiest moments within that scene. Yeah, in the entire movie. Walking down the hallway towards him. Yeah, but slowly, and yeah. he's kind of shrouded in a little bit of darkness, but not a lot. Yeah. And the white on his face just like pops out so much. Yeah. Uh, I have the Boy Scout walking in the forest and he sees Kent and I thought he was really scary here because you just see him sitting by the tree. Like, I would shit myself if I was that Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> Piss all in my pants. Like, I, that would freak me out. He looks so creepy. Well, he just kind of looks like a bum there, right? That's what I was kind of thinking of. Maybe, like, he got away with it, but... Yeah. He still looked creepy, though. Like, you're in the middle of the fucking forest. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'll throw some food at him. I won't fucking yeah. give it to him. Yeah. Dumbass. Um, I have the Chuck E. Cheese playground scene. Mm-hmm. Just the whole sequence. I yep. think of that event is just fantastic. Yeah. Um, I have the dog turning into a demon because he ate the nose. Yep. That was good, too. Yeah. I thought that was fun. I thought that was unique. Too. I yeah. like that any aspect that you put on automatically turns you into the clown. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, okay. Um, I have Kent trying to kill himself with the blades where he tips the chair back. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one too. <laughs> um, and oh yeah, and I also have the ball pit scene. Um, least favorite scenes. Um, the stupid fucking little girl scene. <laughs> At the end. Yeah. 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 So like. She gets into the car. She has to get drove, drove home. This Meg drops her off in the middle of the woods, like nowhere. Says, get out of the car. She gets out. And then the little girl is like, oh, there's somebody out here. And then she like tries to get back in the car so badly. She's just pounding. And then Meg finally lets her in. And then Meg grabs her to pull her in because she knows her clown husband's out there. And then the little girl's just like, no, what are you doing? Get off of me. No. Uh. <laughs> And then the cops pull up, and then she just runs away from the police. Like, yeah. who the fuck is this girl? <laughs> she's confused. Yeah, she's very confused. <laughs> it was just, I was, I was so, that it took me out. Yeah. That sequence. 
I didn't write that, but I'll agree with that. Okay. Um, I'll also add in, now that we've talked about it, the retelling of the story. Yeah. And I put the dog decapitation as much as it was, as much as it was funny. I always feel for the dog in the movie. Yeah, poor Shadow. <laughs> yeah. Um, the killer. We've already said quite a bit. Yeah, we have. Yeah, it's kind of hard to go back over this. All I've really written was the five children aspect of it. Like, I like the storytelling of it all. And just the fact that if you put the suit on, it you become the... It's like the skin of the demon, right? Yeah. It's freaky, but... And I, and I really like it. This is the first time, the first watch where I've noticed how skin tight this suit is. Yeah. Like, when he, like... There's a scene where he curls up or whatever, and it's like, you can see, like, all of his muscles. Like, it's almost like he's wearing, like, a spandex suit. Okay. It's so tight to his body. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, do you know what this movie really would have, really would have taken advantage of really well? Um, instead of maybe retelling everything, they should have done, like, Krampus did and did, like, a, a claymation backstory type thing. It's, like, children seeing the clown and... Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you remember that in Krampus? Yeah. Yeah, and like have like tell the folk tale. Yeah. And have like a claymation flashback, and then the creepy clown taking children and yeah, stuff like that. That would have been fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Didn't Candyman the new one do something like that? Yeah, but with like puppets. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, no. shadow puppets. That just made me want to rewatch that movie. <laughs> oh, I want to watch it too. Yeah. It's been so long. I know. Um. Yeah, but I. That's all I can really say about the killer. Yeah, the 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 looks of this killer is enough for you to go out and watch this movie alone. Yeah. Yeah. Scary rating out of ten. Um, since this is the second time watch, I wasn't scared at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but for like a person that's watching this for the first time, it de- also depends on how sensitized you are to horror movies. But I'd say a four. Okay. Because there is some good body horror. If you don't like clowns, you're fucked. Yeah, this might be a 10 for you. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What do you think? If this was my first time watch again, I would probably give it a 7. Because it, oh. it's, it freaked me out. But I also had no idea where it was going. And just the fact that it was all stuck to him. Again, that's my past. Yeah. <laughs> movies like that. Um, but I would probably give it a 5. Okay. Yeah. It's... The only scary part about it, I guess, is, like, him and his full demon form and stuff. But, like, yeah, just the fact that it's stuck on him scares me more than the fact that he's eating children, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that freaks me out. Uh, Rewatchability, and would you recommend? Well, rewatchability might be slacking in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you might pick it. Like, you, you might be more willing to pick out, like, nitpick stuff. Mm-hmm. The more you watch this, because it seems like a more of a nitpickable movie to me, mm-hmm. especially after this watch. Um, but I definitely recommend checking it out at least once. Yeah, at least because it's it's got a lot of really great things in it. Yeah, I agree. We've watched it twice now, and that might be enough for me. If I watch it again, it might be in like five or six years. Yeah, definitely. Just because I'm like, I've seen it. We've deep dived it. I'm good. Yep. Um. Definitely recommend it though. 100%. Go in blind if you don't know what it's about. Well, I mean, we just told you. But <laughs> if yeah. I were to recommend it to someone on the street or like a friend, though, I would tell them to go in blind. <laughs> oh, 100%. Don't watch a trailer for this. Yeah. Just yeah. go in not knowing anything about it. Just know it's about a clown. Yep. And have a good time. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, final rating then. We review or we rate our movies out of five and we rate them with emojis. So if you're a first time listener, uh, one out of five is a poop emoji. Then we have an eye roll emoji, an okay emoji, a thumbs up emoji, and a 100 emoji. If you're somewhere in between, you can rate it a high thumbs up or a low thumbs up. Um, what would you rate this movie? Last time you rated it an okay after our first time watch. So I'm going to stick to it. I think I'm going to stick to an okay. Okay. Yeah. I rated it a 100 the first time <laughs> watch. Just because I think I was so shocked that they actually, like, pushed those boundaries with the children. And the body horror and just, yeah, the shit being stuck on him freaked me out. Yeah. Um, second time watch, I'm probably giving this a high thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. I still really, like, I enjoyed it. But, like we said, it drags a bit and... Yeah, I just have to say, discussing it. Yeah. <laughs> but I still really enjoy it. Like, I like all the parts that I do like. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're slaughtering children. That's fucked. Yeah, I just wish they would have showed one. At least one. Just show me one. Show me one. Make give, it hurt. Give it to me. <laughs> Everyone listening is probably like, no, uh-huh. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows I want to see the car- carnage candy. Yeah. Um, Alright, so we'll get into fun facts. I feel like you know stuff about this movie because I think you told me stuff about this movie already before we had even watched it. Um, But we'll see if you know everything or not. I don't. Um, Movie, there wasn't a whole lot either. Uh, Movie posters featuring the clown were censored in Italy for being too scary. Ooh. It was based on a short film by the same name, also directed by John Watts. Um, in November 2010, John Watts and Christopher D. Ford uploaded a fake trailer to YouTube that announced Eli Roth would produce the film. Roth was not involved at the time. Roth spoke about the film saying, I loved how ballsy they were issuing a trailer that said, from the master of horror, Eli Roth. Some people thought I'd make, I'd made the movie or that it was another fake Grindhouse trailer. I really felt these guys deserved a shot and that people were truly freaked out by evil clowns. That's a mouthful. Yeah, I knew that one. Yeah, I know you did, because you told me about it. Yeah, another upcoming YouTuber makes it big in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, When Kent is writing down the address of Herbert Carlson's warehouse, there is a close-up shot of his hand where the audience can see something running through the veins in his hand. Since it is traveling in the opposite direction to what blood would flow, it is most likely to be the essence of the coin flowing through Kent's body. I didn't notice that. No, me neither. No, I did. Oh, you did? But I didn't know exactly what Yeah, what yeah. it was. Okay. Um, interestingly, the clown suit was going to be designed by Vivian Westwood, but unfortunately she had other commitments designing Carrie Bradshaw's wedding dress for the Sex and the City film in t- 10 years prior. Instead, an undisclosed man designed it, which is evident from the stitch work if you look closely. Uh, both Andy Powers and Laura Allen guest starred on the hit show Law and Order Special Victims Unit. In the arcade scene later in the film, various types of typical coin-operated games are shown. One quick shot shows an unknown game with a dinosaur that makes a certain sound effect before cutting away to the next shot. The sound effect is that of one of the various creatures in the 1993 video game Doom, most notably the pink demons. The pinky demons. Yeah, the pinkies. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, but I thought maybe you would. Yep. Um, during the film's ending, the clown's skin dissolves and melts off Kent. The style and camera angles are very reminiscent of the ending of The Evil Dead 1981, in which a similar process happens when the, with the possessed when they eventually 
when they're eventually killed, an obvious nod to the possession of the body, etc. Yeah, how like everything melts off and they resort back to their human form. Yeah. Um, that's it. Oh. That's it. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got a surprise game for you just because I felt like this would be a good opportunity to play it because there's two clown movies. Um, so, reviews. I'm going to read you a review and you have to guess if it's for this movie Clown or if it's for the movie It. Okay. Okay. First review. Really good movie. It's good for the family if you're at the age limit. My little sister watched it and she's 11. I didn't know she was watching it, but she did now. She won't go into this, into soft playgrounds, so only watch this if you don't really get scared. Clown. Yeah. Yeah. Soft playgrounds. Yeah. Can I give it away? I know. There's going to be... It's, some of these are easy. Mm-hmm. Um... Next one is, I would recommend this movie to every horror enthusiast as a must-watch. Finally, a film that doesn't revolve around merely just jump scares. It has not only a scary aspect, but a coming-of-age feel to it as well. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one was easy, too. Yeah, the coming-of-age. Yeah, I yeah. know. Uh, the film is shot well. This, it was hard to come up with these reviews. <laughs> the film is shot well and has a good score and serviceable scares. Not just jump scares either, but genuinely tense, creepy scenes and disturbing imagery, which I eagerly ate up as if I were blank, chomping and chewing on a child's severed arm. <laughs> Ooh, this could be either or. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah, nice. Yep. Uh, the gore, the horror, the acting, and the story are all tip-top. The way he eats and kills people is pleasing to anyone who is looking for a slasher film. And when he's in his full clown demon form, he is extremely unsettling and will cause goosebumps if you watch this alone in the dark. I definitely recommend to anyone who loves clown horror because this movie will not disappoint. You must see it. <laughs> clown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, four, four, four. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so our next episode... It's my pick, and I think I've decided. Okay. I think I want to do Laid to Rest. Okay. Well, for you guys who haven't seen Laid to Rest yet... Go watch it. Go try to find it. Yeah, It's on... uh, I thought it was on Tubi. Oh, probably. I can't remember exactly. I think it was because I was going to watch it the other night, and then I was like... I might actually want to watch this and do it for the pod, so I don't want to watch it now and then have to watch it again. Because I'm warning you, the acting is bad. It fucking sucks. <laughs> when we first watched this, we were both like, why are we watching this? Yeah. But it is wicked. <laughs> From Okay, now I'm scared to say that because yeah. we're going to watch it again, and what if it sucks? I can't remember how good. The I kills were good. I can't even remember if the kills were good, to be honest with you. It's been so long. But... Think about the fact that the acting was horrible and we still watched the second one. That is true. That, <laughs> but that is because I bought both of them. Yeah, but if I didn't like the first one, you wouldn't have got me to watch the second one. That's true. So I'm hoping the kills make up for it and they're still as great as I remember. We'll see. Because I'm excited. It's an hour and a half. I looked it up to make sure it wasn't too long to make Uh-oh. sure that I could get through it again. Good. Um, because, yeah, the acting is really fucking yeah. rough. You the story, I think this is just a movie for violence. It's just for kills. Like, it's a slasher yeah. without any good shit in it besides the slashing. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for my pick. What are you doing? 
I don't know. I'm just going to force you to watch something. Okay. Well, yeah, after after um, Laid to Rest, we have Audition. Yeah. Because we have a guest coming on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Laid to Rest is next week. So, if you haven't seen it, maybe go check it out if you feel like it. Yeah. I'd... Every movie deserves to be watched once. Yeah. And um, when we post it, I'd love to know what you guys think. When we post Clown, like, let us know if you guys like this movie or not. Yeah, how many of you guys have seen it? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. Was it better than It? Yeah. Did you enjoy this movie? Did you not enjoy it? Do you want there to be a sequel? Oh. 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 I kind of do. I Go a little harder on it, though, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You gotta up it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to plug our account, then? Yes, I do. I still haven't written a script for this, so it's going to be bad. Um, <laughs> our name is Our Life in Horror, and you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, we also have a Patreon now, so go definitely check that out. It's a lot of fun. We have a Patreon-exclusive Discord. We do After Hours po- uh, episodes, and we do bonus episodes we try to do them every other week so you guys are constantly getting updated or not updated constantly getting what's it called uh yeah episodes content content yeah yeah. constantly (laughs) getting content um and we do polls like we do polls polls. so that you get to pick between a couple movies for what the episode is yep i'm thinking at the end of the month we're going to get our patreons to pick the movie that we watch for the public podcasting yeah okay yeah we're gonna start doing that you pick a movie i pick a movie put out their vote then yeah, they that's decide. Good, yeah. um but yeah so those are some of the fun things you can find us uh do it up uh join us for um it's really cheap it's only six dollars a month canadian so it's like price of uh, expensive coffee yeah it's <laughs> it's it's like 350 in the states or something like that yeah. like it's, it's just one tier. We didn't want to go crazy. Yeah, so one tier you get everything everything we just talked about. Um, our email is also ourlifeinhorror at hotmail.com. Don't send us hate emails. Send us your hate email. I want to, <laughs> the the I want hate to email see. title that we got was literally just cunt. Uh, no, it was ugly cunt. Was it? I thought it was just cunt. No, it was ugly cunt. Ugly cunt. I, look, I looked it up. After. Apparently I'm an ugly cunt. Fuck <laughs> that guy. His 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 hotmail was literally if you guys really want to know, his email was Adam hates yous. Yeah, at it, Adam hates you, basically. Yeah, yeah. at gmail.com. So he clearly just made this account email to troll. To troll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was actually pretty comical. Yeah, it was funny. But um, yeah, so yeah, give us some critiques. Let us know if there's a movie you want us to watch. If you want to try to get on and join us for an episode, that'd be fantastic, and we would just would love to hear your feedback. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Get ready to watch, listen to Laid to Rest next week. Yeah. Stay spooky. Bye.